Hey everybody, hope y'all out there doing good today. Hope y'all having a wonderful, beautiful day. Hope everybody, kids, blessed. Y'all, y'all be blessed. You know, everything going good for y'all. Hopefully, you know, God woke y'all up on the right side of the bed this morning. Hopefully, y'all prayed last night to wake up on the right side of the bed and be happy to, this morning, today. You know, get y'all day started. You know, today what you know, like today what I really want to talk about, to be honest, is. It was things like what I used to wonder about before I got with God are things I used to wonder about when I got with God, you know, because it's like sometimes you read and you don't understand what's going on. You know, sometimes you read and then you don't you don't comprehend like the Bible much, you know, and sometimes you wonder. And the thing about God, he don't want you wondering when you wonder or when you fear. That's just the devil, you know, he, he tormenting with you. So it's like. Things that you will wonder about when you get with God, you wondering like if this if this is this of God, is this right with God, you know? And you sometimes like when you're doing it, you feel convicted, like you feel a certain way, you feel you feel a certain vibe. Because somewhere in your mind it's like, I don't think this is a God. And then somewhere in your mind you're like, Ah, oh, God don't mind if I do this. And and that's where we all fall and feel it and you know, that's when we it's kinda a way where like you know something may be wrong, but you're still going to do it because you, you're not 100% sure that it's wrong. But you kind of like 50-50 with it. You see what I'm saying? So, and the main things a lot of people fall for when they when they um, first come to God, like what they're what they not sure and they still want to continue doing it is drugs. And I can tell you right now, hands down, drugs is bad, period. It's bad in the world, and then it's bad when you're with God also. So it's like, Sometimes you want to do these things, and then sometimes when you do do them, you feel a certain way, and that's the Holy Spirit trying to correct you. So anytime you do do something and you feel a certain way about it, just pray to God and don't do it. Because nine times out of ten, if you feel a certain way about it, it's bad. <laughs> it's bad if you if because you'll know it's like it's kind of like it's kind of like this. Let me see if I can give an example. All right, it's kind of like this. If I go, if I know I got rent to pay and I go to the store and I see a pair of shoes I want, I know deep down in my heart, in my, in my, I know deep down in my mind, I got rent to pay, you know? But I see these nice pair of shoes, I'm like, dang, I want those shoes, but I know I got rent to pay. But in my mind, I know the right thing is to pay my rent because, I mean, I need a roof over my head. Those shoes, I can get another time. But at that particular time, those shoes is out, and I really want them. And in my mind, I'm like, I know I got rent to pay. But I still go buy those shoes, and then now rent come around, and now I'm like, ah, I'm $100 short on rent. I thought the paycheck was going to make up for it and pay my rent. You see what I'm saying? The thought... The thought that you built up in your mind was you picked those shoes over something that's more important. You see what I'm saying? You knew that you only had enough for rent, but you still sacrificed that money to go buy a pair of shoes that you knew you were only wear for that one day or that one particular time that you wanted them. Or you may not even want them. You probably just got them just to get them to say you got them. You see what I'm saying? But you knew the important thing to do was to pay that rent. And then you also brought up in your mind, built up in your mind, like, ah, oh, I know when I get that check, 
I should have that extra hundred. But you see how you how you formed and built that built that whole mindset like I can get those, and I also can have this check coming in and it's gonna have that hundred to take care of the hundred I just spent on these shoes. You see what I'm saying? So it's the same thing with drugs. Let's say weed, for example. In the world, you probably was smoking weed, and then you got with God, you probably continue smoking weed because you never heard nobody mention it or say anything bad about it. But then you go, but then you like, when you go and get it, you feel some way because you like, dang, I'm in the world, but I'm not supposed to be at the world. But God don't mind. God don't mind if I take a take a take a puff of this. I go get this, you know, because you know. God want me to have fun. God want me to enjoy my life. I only live once. But that's you telling yourself that. You see what I'm saying? It's not God telling you that because God said be sober. Have a sober mind. In order to have a sober mind, you're not even supposed to go and do these things. Like, you know what I'm saying? So if if, if, if God wants you to have a sober mind, if, if you see a whole bunch of people smoking weed, how you think they're going to feel if you come and talk to them about God and you passing you passing around puffing on the same thing that they doing they gonna like ah oh, yeah you a guy like yeah you know they not gonna listen to you because you know they're in a whole nother state of mind you see what I'm saying they not gonna take you serious because they see you out doing the same thing that they doing you see what I'm saying so it's gonna be like you telling them something but they not gonna be feeling convicted but after you leave you know you become sober again you like dang I wonder if they really listen I wonder if they really gonna go to God how they gonna go to God when they was already on another time zone at the time when you was telling them the truth? You may have spoke the truth because God allowed you to do it, but at the same time, you was in the wrong place at the wrong time to be doing that with them. Instead, you should have been sober, you know what I'm saying? And did that with them. You could have been sober and came up to them and waited till they were sober and said it. And then it would have convicted them even more than when you was doing it with them. They're not going to feel no type of way if you're doing the same thing they doing. You know what I'm saying? That's like me telling people, oh, stop going to the club. And then next thing you know, I go to the club and they see me in the club. And I'm like, how are you going to tell us God say you shouldn't be in the club, but you in the club? Then they're going to feel some way about me and thinking that I'm a fake, I'm a liar, just like anybody else that they probably seen in the church doing, you know? So it's the same thing. You have to come out of the world in order to see what God wants you to do in order for you to help others leave that life that you used to live. I can't tell somebody to stop doing something if I'm doing the same thing. You see what I'm saying? So weed is a big one that a lot of people don't see in the Bible and they think that they can still do it and still be with God, but you can't because you see a whole bunch of people in the world doing it. You see everybody, you see them promoting weed on TV, promoting licensed weed, all this stuff. Why would they be doing that? You see what I'm saying? It used to be illegal, now it's legal. So obviously they, they may be doing something to it. Obviously they may be doing something to it. Obviously they may, obviously it may not be of God if they promoting it. You see what I'm saying? What people push the most is not a God. You see what I'm saying? So even when you go to like, let's say a, um ABC liquor, you go to ABC liquor. And I, I when I used to go, when I used to drink and all that, when I used to go, I never noticed this. But once I stopped, and I was at the stoplight one day, and I, I looked to my right, and I seen it say ABC Liquor. It say Spirit. It say Spirit Wine, and I think liquor on there, something like that. And I was like, Spirit. 
Like what wet wine got a wet looking wine gotta do with spirit? Why would they write that up there? You gotta think about why would they write that up there. When you get when you when you drink that wine or you drink that liquor, you get tipsy. Some of us. And some of us get drunk. And some of us get way out of hand too drunk. So why would you wanna drink something that's gonna take you from having a sober mind? And some people are, I just drink a little. I don't drink till I'm drunk. I don't drink, I drink till I can control it. But you're doing that off your own mindset. You know what I'm saying? You're doing that off your own benefits. That's not what God wants you to do. God don't say, oh, drink liquor, drink wine. It say drink wine in the Bible, but that's not the same wine. You see what I'm saying? Because if God say have a sober mind, wine is not going to allow you to have a sober mind because you're going to drink the wine until you feel some type of way. You're not going to just drink the wine just to drink it and just feel... You know what I'm saying? Just drink it. You're drinking it to feel a little tipsy, to feel a little buzz, just like you smoke to feel a type of way, feel a high, feel a buzz. So it's the same thing. Using this this other God, because everything is a spirit, so using this other God as a way to help you feel better instead of going to God and praying on your knees to have God make you feel better yourself. You see what I'm saying? So it's like God seeing you like, oh, so... So he or she, my, my child, gonna go depend on that drug right there to make them feel better. My child, my child gonna go depend on that that drink right there to make them feel better. My child gonna go pop that pill to make them feel better. My pop, my, my child gonna go sniff that up their nose to make them feel better. I stick that in their arm to make them feel better. What about me? So that's like that's like you having a child and your child going to everybody else and get advice from everybody else, but never come to you. The one that has the true advice for them. Never come to you. Go to everybody else and get advice from everybody else. And everybody else telling them, making it all sound good. But at the same time, telling them the wrong thing at the wrong time. And misguiding them, misleading them. And now they're addicted to going to this person because this person telling them what they want to hear every time. Oh, yeah, you want to smoke that? Yeah, go smoke that. Oh, you want to drink? Yeah, you should, you should drink. There ain't that wrong with having a little drink. Ain't that wrong with smoking a little bit. Everything becomes an addiction. Everything has become a bad habit. You do it one time, nine times out of ten, you go get in the wrong place at the wrong time. You're gonna do it again. Oh yeah, I had that back. I had that back um two months ago with such and such. Um, I don't mind doing it with, with such and such this time. I know how it feel. I know how it felt last time. But everybody do stuff today. Everybody mix their stuff differently. Not everybody get the same pure drugs. Not everybody get the same type of liquor. Not everybody drink their liquor and mix it. You know what I'm saying? Some people mix and do different things too. However, they feel what make them feel better, what make them feel good, what make them feel, take away the stress. And that's mainly why people do drugs, to take away stress to, from, to get from the depression. But they don't know that they're killing themselves slowly. Yeah, you feel high for that, for that hour too, but then it goes away. And then you feel a certain way, and then you want to go back to it the next hour too. Yeah, you drink for drinking, then you be drunk, Drunk or you be feeling good for the hour out of 45 minutes, but then once it go away, you want to pull up again and do it again. Yeah, you go to the club and have your fun for the three hours, but then when you go home, you're like, dang, I wonder what they're doing next Saturday or next Friday. And then you want to go again. Or somebody going to come around the corner. Hey, man, you want to smoke? Somebody going to come around the corner. Hey, man, you want to drink? Somebody going to come around the corner. Hey, you want to go out to the party with us? We heard it's popping Saturday, this and that. You see what I'm saying? That's the devil drawing you back in every time. You're getting drawn in by people who ain't even a God. And you know they're not a God because they was out with you partying. 
So, you know, when you change your life, you got to understand and see things for what it is. You got to get away from the dead people. They dead. They mind not awakened. They still sleep. They still sleep from the devil. He still got them knocked out. Unconscious, cold. They the walking dead. You alive. You got light around you. Because you, you'll know when you got light around you because once you get with God, you'll see people start treating you different. You'll see people start looking at you strange, looking at you weird. You'll start losing a lot of stuff. And you won't understand. You'll be like, well, I'm losing everything and I came to God. I thought God give you things. But you got to earn the things because God got to rebuild you. You got to rebuild your mind, rebuild everything about you. You got to lose everything that you ever knew and, and now get into the Bible and gain everything that you should have known. So it's like you being reborn again. It's like it's like it's like a um like you becoming a child again, you know? So that's how everything works, man. Like stay away from them drugs, man. People may tell you it's right, it's good, but they lying to you. They the devil themselves. You know what I'm saying? Who like think about you having a child. You won't wanna tell your child, oh yeah, you, you should do them drugs unless you own them. But imagine you not own them. Imagine you don't smoke weed, imagine you don't drink. You won't want your child to do it. Why? Because you feel your way about it. You see what I'm saying? So since you feel your way about it, they shouldn't do it. But then they go down the street and see such and such doing it, who they look up to, that person can easily grab them in and make them do it by the time that they 10 years old, by nine. They doing it younger now. So it's like, you gotta be aware of things. God always said be aware. It's always a warning before God even deal with you. So once you have been warned, just know Somewhere around the corner. Probably not that same day. Probably not that same year. But God would deal with you with those drugs. And let me give you an experience. But one day, I think it was like my 23rd birthday. My 23rd or 24th birthday. So I was like, hey, you know, I'm going to drink. I'm going to get, you know what I'm saying, smoke. And I'm going to turn up. It's my birthday. And all I did was invite everybody who I knew to come do the same thing, drug them into the same thing. And guess what? Who got messed up the most? Me. Yeah, they did it. They was they was messed up too, but I was the one messed up the most. I was throwing up. I was sick. I, I didn't understand because I always do this. But at this particular time, this happened and this never happened to me. And I'm throwing up. And after that, I told God, I said, I said God, you know what? I ain't never gonna drink again. I ain't never gonna do this again. And my mama just warned me the night before. I mean, the day before. Like, oh, don't mix your liquor. You know how y'all like to mix that liquor and do that? Did it. Not knowing, and she told me that it could give me poison and all this stuff, but not not, wearing, not thinking, hearing what she say. You know, that was a warning from God right there through my mom. Don't do that. But what I, what I did, still did it. I didn't listen to that beware, that warning. That big warning sign. I did what I wanted to do, just like a lot of us. We do what we want to do. People tell us every time, but we still going to want to do what we want to do until something happens. And when something happens, it can either happen, and now we, we know it can happen, and now we gone, you know, God forbid. But, you know, either way it go, we got warned. We've been told. So, just like I'm telling y'all about these drugs, man, get rid of it. I know it's hard, but at the same time, when you really want to do something, you would do it. When you really want to change, you will change. How I know? Because if you get tired of a job, you easily go online and go fill out another another job to get to get out of that job that you're in because you want to change. You see what I'm saying? How, how I know um, it's easy to let it go because the same way we broke and don't got money, we'll go out and go get some money, you know? 
Uh, so we're in a relationship, we're not happy with that person. We're, easy, we're, we're, we're quick to get out of that relationship and, 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 and go get somebody that'll make us happy. So there's no excuse for nothing. Like, God don't give excuses for nothing. It's either you want to become convicted and read the Bible and understand. I listen to people who actually know the Bible. I, I actually know what God wants us to do. And you become convicted, the Holy Spirit, you allow the Holy Spirit to convict you and you change your ways, or you don't. It's no excuse for nobody to, to not, you know, change what you're doing. It's easily to get influenced. It's easily to do what everybody else is doing. But the whole thing about God is obedience to not do what everybody else is doing. If you see everybody jumping off that cliff, you're going to go jump off the cliff too? Are you like, nah, they crazy. I don't know what they on or what they doing or what drug they done took, but I ain't doing it. You're going to walk the other way. Are you going to be a child of God and go help them? Like, hey, man, what y'all doing? Nah, don't follow him. Nah, God, God love you. God want to save you. Don't jump off that cliff. You see what I'm saying? But a, a carnal mind would just see him jumping off the cliff and like, oh, they, they, they stupid, they dumb, they on drugs, they this, and laugh. But a child of God would go and tell them, like, God love you. God don't want you to jump off that cliff. That's committing suicide. You're trying to kill yourself. That's what the devil wants you to do. And help them out and bring them to God. You see what I'm saying? So you got to do what God wants you to do. You got to think about if God wants you to do that, and, and you should know, you know what I'm saying, that God don't want you to, to um, do drugs, man. If he tell you to have a sober mind when he come, when Jesus comes. So you, you just got to see things for what it is, man. Y'all wake up and y'all be blessed, man. Let the drugs go. Ask God to allow y'all to let the drugs go because they're spirits. And the only way you can let the spirit go is to go to, to God, the creator of all things. And God going to allow the Holy Spirit to convict you. And then you got to allow the Holy Spirit to move, to, to move for you, to move, remove that addiction. And God will fight those spirits away. They will go away quickly, you know. Depending on how long you've been doing it, it'll go away. You just got to really want it. And when you really want something, you're willing to do something. You're willing to make that change, that sacrifice, that risk, that extra step, that extra three steps. You're willing to walk that extra, extra mile or two to get rid of whatever. And that's how you move with God. You got to be willing to sacrifice, willing to let it go, willing to change, and just be happy about it. Be like, Father, it was good that you did this for me. It was, it was good that you convicted me. It was good that you, it was good that God made me throw up after I drunk that mixed liquor and had those drugs. It was good because if he didn't have did it, I probably would have been an addict. I probably would have been addicted. I probably wouldn't even knew him. So it was good that he did it to allow me to be here today to speak to y'all and tell y'all, the same thing that happened to me can happen to y'all or worse. So you got to change, man. And you got to use use what you've been through. Use what you've been through, your life experience. Use your, um, what would I call it? What is it called? You would use your, um, your testimonies. Like I just used my testimony and you can help somebody out. Whether it's your children, your, your mother, your father, your sister, your brother, your niece, your nephew, your friends, your, your um, your co-workers, your bosses, whoever, you know what I'm saying? Anybody can become help, and anybody can be convicted if they allow the Holy Spirit to convict them because the Holy Spirit is trying to correct you. You want to go that way, the Holy Spirit like, no, you got to go this way. You see everybody go that way? No, you got to go this way. So that's what you got to do, man. You got to want it. If you don't want nothing, you're not going to get nothing, you know? Nothing for nothing means nothing, you know? You got to work for everything, so you got to work for God to want to move in your life. Because if you don't work for God, he's not going to want to move in your life. He's only going to give you the, the bare minimum. That's why you got to give 
That's why you got to help people, serve people, and do what's really right, man. Live the true life and don't let these people, these celebrities and all these people on the internet fool you. That's all they doing. They want to finesse. They want to out-hustle you. They want to be a god over you. They want to tell you what you should be doing. And ain't none of them talking about go to God first. You go to any celebrity or any person on the internet, on YouTube or Facebook or whatever, majority of them never tell you you go to God first because they don't know God. All they can tell you is, oh, I started here. I was poor. Now I got money. And I did this, that, and that, and that. They scheme their way through. And when they lose everything, they're going to be in vanity. They're going to feel some type of way. They're going to feel empty when they get it. And then they're going to feel some type of way when they lose it. Nothing on, nothing on this earth is promised. Your life ain't even promised. So how, how money promised? How, how, how big houses promised? Not saying that you can't get it, but you need to go to God first and then receive what God wants you to receive. Not go and receive what you want to receive. You got to backtrack yourself, man. You start now while you're young. So then when you get older, you'll be, you'll be totally complete. You'll be perfect in God's eyes. But if you wait too late to when you get way, 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 way too old, not saying that an old person can't do it, but it's like you got so much sins from your past from, from way back 20, 30, 40 years ago that it's going to be a little harder for you to stop because once you get addicted to something, it's hard to stop it, man. So if you done been doing these drugs for five years, you better stop now. If you been doing it for 10 years, stop now. Before you get to 50, 60 years, you've been doing this stuff and it's hard to stop. Can't nobody tell you nothing then. You've been doing it all your life. Oh, I've been doing this all my life. It ain't never killed me. That's what they tell you. Like, man, how long you been smoking weed? Oh, I've been doing it all my life. It ain't never killed me. How long you been on um, drinking? All my life. It never killed me. But what they doing with their life? Do they mention God to you one time? Do they even say God saved them? And if he did, why are you still doing what you're doing? It's hard for people to change their ways, man. And that's, that's, that's a hard thing for people to do, and God know. That's why you got to have obedience and believe in God and have faith in God and know that God will help you change and get out of whatever situation you're in. Because all that do is bring abuse to your body, abuse to you physically from somebody else, abuse to your children. You're just killing everybody, really. They're killing you and you killing them. That's all everybody in the world really doing, killing each other. I'm going to take his money. I'm going to take her money. Oh, I'm going to go kill him because he got my money. Oh, I'm, I'm going to go take this, steal this from him. You're killing somebody because they, 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 you don't know what they did to get that stuff. They could have worked 60 hours a week just to get that flat screen TV, but you done ran in their house and stole it. You see what I'm saying? But as soon as it get took it from you, from that one day, oh, it's an issue. You want to go kill somebody. But, but you know that you stole somebody's purse take their money out to go get what you got not somebody that stole it from you now you want to go kill them you got to see things for what it is man open your eyes and see it for what it is man this is what the devil want us to do and i just told y'all what god want us to do change your ways man that's the hardest thing people are afraid to change it's hard to change they love to be comfortable god don't want you to be comfortable that's why you got to have faith you got to have faith man faith faith keep you on your toes hope keep you on your toes god keep you on your toes man the devil wants you to lay back, get comfortable, take stuff from people. That's all he did. That's all he. That's all he doing. He he the opposite of God. All he doing is taking what God do and putting it in his way in his form, so he can think that he a God over you and take your soul. He just want to take your soul. God want to save your soul, man. Open your eyes up, man. Love y'all. I'm out.